Are you totally different when it comes to sex and copulation? Have you judged yourself out of receiving pleasure? Have you judged yourself into receiving pleasure in certain ways and excluded other ways? Would you like to know more about what else is possible with bodies? Would you like to create confidence in the bedroom and beyond? How has your sex life or lack of it affected other areas of your life? Everyone has the potency to be a sexual superhero. Get ready. Ready to listen, sense, and play with the sexualness that is you. Now, here is the host of the Pleasure Zone, Pleasure Diva, and Body Whisperer, Milica Yelenich. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Pleasure Zone. That's right, you made it. You made it to the Pleasure is showing up 24 7. And guess what? We have a guest today. It's going to be fun. We're going to have some fun. Actually, we're going to be talking about refining your energy and sexual self. Now, what the hell does that mean? Well, first, before we get into the topic, some questions about that topic, and I'm going to introduce you to our guest, and our guest is Rachel Johansson. But if you want to find her on Hello. Facebook, you look for Rewa Davy. Hi, Rachel. Some questions that came up for me with this topic is, have you ever considered refining your energy? Like, why would you choose? And what is refining your energy? We're going to look at some of these, and also... You know, would you like to know more? Because if you do, this is a good place to be because we're, that's what we're going to talk about. And the one reason, actually, um, we are talking about this is I had a conversation with Rachel a few weeks ago um, where I, like, noticed some difference. Like, her potency was so strong and it, there was this incredible softness. And she was saying that somebody had uh, recommended that she refine energy. And I was like, that is fucking brilliant. Like refined sugar, I suppose. <laughs> so you're taking anything out, you're just like, well, we'll talk about what that is, right? So maybe we are taking something out. Maybe we're taking out the, I'm going to punch you in the face behind it or something like that. So for those of you who are wondering who is this magical, awesome guest, Rachel Johansson has traveled the world, literally the world. Like she's on vacation um, traveling and doing classes like Every five minutes, I'm like, Rachel, where are you in the world? Oh, you're somewhere else in the world. She's forever all over from Hawaii, studying the ancient mysticism of Ho'oponopo. I don't ever say enough of them. Ho'oponopono to <laughs> India, chanting with the Swave. Of course, of course, that's what people do. Graduating with a psychology degree in the West, exploring sacred planet medicine with a mystic in Croatia, because that's a really good place to do it, actually. And learning to embody loving awareness with Ramdas, training to create a reality that contributes to her with access consciousness, studying with metaphysical counselors, and so much more. And Rachel is a conscious alchemist, and actually I know there's more to this. I know that she's also a, she is giant pleasure priestess by far, That is, and it's a great title. So I don't know if... Uh, if you guys saw the posts um, out there going around, floating around, she is a pleasure priestess, but she is, and thus she's an awesome guest to have on the show. So I want to welcome Rachel, and I anticipate this to be a very fascinating conversation about energy, about sexual energy, and like, you know, how they're both the same, but, but also refining them. How fun is that? So welcome, Rachel. How are you? Thank you so much, Melissa. I'm actually really, really great. Um, totally an interesting topic. So I'm so happy when you had suggested doing a show so that we could, you know, bring in other people into our conversation. I think it's like a really great way to, you know, to sort of shed the light on what actually we are capable of being with our energy. So I love that. So let's look at one of like main the main kind of question here like what is refining energy? Like what is it to you? Like so when somebody said that what was your I know that somebody had um recommended that to you. So when you heard that what response did you have your body have? Like, what was going on? So my mind and my body had two different responses. My mind um, went into judgment of that statement. And I think that, you know, very often when we feel powerful 
in our lives or, you know, we want to, like, increase that power. And sometimes that doesn't always um, create what we truly desire or contributes to, like, you know, what we're working on in our life or in our bodies. And I was aware that, you know, one of my one of my powers fire. Like I, I can be a very fiery person and sometimes that means for me don't always that I can react in that kind of way. And so in this process of refining my energy, I I became judgmental about it in my mind because I felt like I wouldn't be as powerful if I did it. Does that make sense? Like if I really yeah, to refine that fire, that it wouldn't be as strong. And that sometimes means that maybe, you know, to me, that I wouldn't be as much or as potent as I truly am. And so I really, when I first heard it, I was kind of um, skeptical. But my body totally expanded into that. It was like this sense of like, oh, what is that? And so when I began exploring uh, a specific technique by a Taoist master who I discovered that honestly changed my life, but in that, it's like increased my power, but then I refine it and I become softer and gentler and truthfully gentle powers work wonders. It allowed me to receive so much more. It allowed me to not show up um, like in a confrontational way. And it's actually quite beautiful. So maybe before might have been, you know, if you're in a conversation or a heated (laughs) conversation with your partner, you know, sometimes we don't let go of anything. We're always, like, in resistance or in reaction. But as I have practiced that, I no longer show up the same way. I just, you know, I hear thoughts in my head like, oh, you don't need to say anything to that. You can just let that go. And it's so interesting how that that small difference that he has totally changed, you know, it has increased tenfold. I actually, like, draw more toward, you know, with that softer energy than I ever did using this force or effort or, you know, like, amplifying that fire within me, you know, and I think we hear a lot about to have that fire pardon me, or that passion, how important it is. Um, but I think we're missing something in in that, and that is um, a refinement of that fire. You know, it's like I, I have greater control. Does it make sense, sort of? That makes beautiful sense. I love the gentleness that you talk about, um, and then the the potency and the gentleness, and there is this energy to me when you talk about it that it's almost like it's kind of like the energy of, you know if you could get mother earth to to you know birth us or something like that it's kind of like to me like as if i'm in the womb of the god earth goddess and i'm being birthed by this powerful but gentle being it's a similar energy to me that's this power and gentleness at the same time it's like the refined energy that you talk about that can be so intensely potent uh, that it can create, can create, it can create all these things, and at the same time, it's incredibly gentle. Yeah, and I think when you open yourself up to that, it is so, it's so powerful. And like you know, it's sometimes like you know, power and gentleness are not always synonymous, but um, you know, and I'm going to hesitate to use that word. Um, with, you know, what sort of gentleness has brought into my life. But in this 
So what has like what has changed with that shift? You know, I'm so much more aware of like other subtle energies within my own body, and also you know just harnessing that I'm kind of jumping, I guess, harnessing you know your sexual energy, and not even necessarily you know using it for sex, but really you know you can like just have more energy and what begins to draw towards you. You know, when I started this practice, I was in Hawaii, and it must have just been my third day of doing it, and because it's a specific exercise, but, you know, I was followed around, and Hawaii is magic, but I was followed around by butterflies for days, you know, like Mm -hmm. everywhere I went, and... You know, a little baby bird that was in danger pretty much fell out of this in front of me, and I got to care for it. And it was just like all of these, like, really wonderful things that began to show up. Everywhere I went, it felt like everything was there to make love to me. The sun, the air, you know, people to talk to me. It was phenomenal, and it was just my awareness of my own energy and what became possible as I, you know, sort of moved into a different space with my potency. It wasn't as, like, fiery or as, like, in-your-face or, um, but really beautiful. There was, like, a greater softness to my being. And by being that energy, it's like it acted like a magnet for other people, other things and elements and energies and you know, worlds to show up and me and love me in that softness and in that space. I love those descriptions. Like, like basically the entire world is making love to you, which is so powerful. It's so beautiful and so amazing. I, I love your stories. So this show is like everybody gets to listen to Rachel's story, which is fun for me. Um, one of the thing, uh, one thing I am wondering is the exercise that you're mentioning, that there was a specific thing. Is that something you're allowed to share, or was that something that was like sacred given to you, kind of yours, and you can't really pass it on? Yeah, unfortunately, you know, I have a respect for the ma- my, you know, my, it's weird to say master, but that's what in the Taoists they are called when they reach a level of, you know, their own practice. And not everyone necessarily requires that, you know, and I think sometimes it depends maybe what sort of forces or elements are really strong or present in you, and mine happen to be fire. So unfortunately it's not necessarily something I can share um, simply because it's like it could affect different ways and it's not really up to me to you know, say I know what would benefit certain people in regards to this exercise. But I urge you, Qigong in itself has totally changed my life, but discover that in various practices on their own. But, you know, sometimes just becoming aware of how much resistance we have or how much, you know, force we use over in, you know, getting our way or having what we want. And I think it's sort of like we're conditioned to do it in a way that's opposite to how I know now actually creates more for me than using the force, going out. And, you know, in this sort of competitive adversarial paradigm, it can be really difficult to sort of run almost just open up yourself to receiving Um I think people have struggle with that. Hmm. What I do kind of get that. I was curious mostly because I felt like it was such a secret. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, mm-hmm. and, and I agree. I've actually done, I haven't um, committed a lot of time in my life to Qigong practice, but I've committed to uh, other martial arts practices that do utilize a lot of um, sort of, lot of Qigong in a way. Um, but it wasn't specifically that. So, uh, and there is amazing potency in it for me. Um, prior to actually doing any of that kind of work, I was very, very yin, almost like a puddle, 
and then it actually invigorated me and gave me a wire that I didn't have at the time. So I get what you're saying when it comes to that you have a lot of fire and you needed to kind of refine it by bringing in some software. I have I was like a puddle, and <laughs> I required a little fire to actually get me jazzing, motivated, right, and yeah. standing up for myself. Yeah. Rather than like mm-hmm. being constantly like um, in reaction, right? I was kind of like the biggest pacifist going, which is strange. I went through a little period of being a mega pacifist, but in my teen years, I was the opposite. I was a, you know, I was like an activist of sorts, and I would just go fight the cause, especially that the war in the former Yugoslavia was going on. So I was always <laughs> willing to fight the cause on any front for the injustices that was going on during the war. So it was funny. There were certain things I would be willing to be a lot of fire about, especially if it's involved and I wasn't alone. But when it came to myself, standing up for myself, where I was incredibly in and I had very little fire with that. But if I had a crowd backing me, then I could just go gangbusters. So it's kind of fun. And if you can kind of decipher that in yourself for those listening, like, are you somebody who's highly reactive? If somebody says to you that's green and you think it's yellow, do you just want to punch them in the head? Or can you just be like, okay, cool, that's just what it is? <laughs> like, it depends how do you react. You can kind of decipher for yourself a lot of one thing or another thing. Um, and, and like Rachel was saying, like, you can actually go up there, you can uh, learn some Qigong, which is absolutely an amazing practice, thousands of years old, and bringing the energy in from... The, you know, from the earth and from the sky and from the sun, like you're bringing it in from you're harnessing it and bringing it into your body and utilizing it. Um, I learned it for martial reasons, that you can learn it for healing reasons, and a lot of it is actually the same, but just on how you transmute it through your body. So you can have a lot of fun with it. So it's kind of a fun thing if you like experimental stuff and learning something new or, you know, those of you who are kind of explorers in the world looking to try out new stuff, I totally encourage you guys to go out there and check new things out. So that could be really fun. Um, Rachel, is that that you um, are currently qualified to facilitate for people? Like, could you, would you be able to facilitate classes in that, or are you um, still in a like a role where you're still well, we're always still a student. Are you in a position where you can actually facilitate that at all? You know, I do have an Qigong practice and certain. Definitely certain exercises or elements of a practice I can show other people how to do um, because they sort of have universal qualities and there's no, you know, there's nothing that would preclude knowing how to do them. And I actually just recently taught my, did a co-hosted a class with a beautiful girlfriend of mine, Giovanna, um, and my, some of the, what I was responsible for was like the Qigong aspect of it. And, you know, it's, to me, it's been so transformative in in transmuting that energy. Um, Qigong, to me, has given me a real handle on that state of, or that, um, I guess, state, but that inner alchemy, you know? And so it's completely almost taking your mind out of it. <laughs> which is very helpful for you. And just going through the motions is enough. So, and I wanted to say, too, that, you know, I'm very fortunate for all the deeper explorations of levels of consciousness that I've had in my personal experience. But I wanted to say that a shift in our experience is not the result of particular circumstances or practice we do, but it's a direct result in our radically shifting um, of our own perception. And I think this fundamental shift in perception has led me to um, be different in my life and to begin to embrace um, things and to also teach from a place of greater enlivenment, embodiment, and and delight. So... Um, I just want to say that, you know, simply because people aren't able to do this particular practice does not necessarily, you know, mean that they're not able to shift their own option as well. So, Awesome. 
So I look forward to seeing some of those classes, you know, posted on social media that maybe I could join online, or maybe you'll come to Toronto. <laughs> we'll see how it goes on. Um, so for um, those of you who are listening, I just would like you to remind you that you're actually listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network. And we are going to actually head off to a commercial break. When we come back, we're going to continue this exploration of refining your energy. Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation by tuning in to the Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Milica Yelenich. You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Melissa Yanich. To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255. That's T-A-L-K. Or Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email at melissayelenich.com. Now back to the program. Welcome to the Pleasure Zone, sweet pleasure seekers. I just want to welcome you guys back and just remind you that we're actually listening to uh, Rachel Johansson, our guest. She was talking about uh, refining your energy and, and also your potent sexual self. And before the break, she had um, some qigong that she's been practicing that's actually been contributing a lot to her, refining her energy, also gaining new perspectives on things. And overall actually contributing to her life in a in a more dynamic way. Um, probably, I'm guessing, or imagined was possible. That's my guess. Um, I think a lot of energy practices can be surprising uh, how much they can invite you into change. So for those of you who are looking for change and you've just been kind of sitting on the fence, it might just, you know, pop into you magically like, you know, a leprechaun showing up with a rainbow. Here I am for you. And they're like, what? But magical unicorns and leprechauns do show up. And sometimes you actually have to go on the adventure to find the magical unicorns and leprechauns. Sometimes taking that step to actually go in, you know, take some classes, learn a few tools can be really helpful. Because I can hear like people's voices in my head right now going, I really just, I just want to know how to get that change now, like fast, like now. And there is, um, you know, most things like Qigong have practices that people are doing. They are lifetime practices. You know, some people are learning them from in utero, uh, doing them, experiencing them their lives. Um, and there's something to to me to, to having that commitment um, to to a practice that, that for me, and this is just my interesting point, for me, it just makes it feel that much more richer um, than something that you can go out and you go out and you get for, you know, at the dollar store, you know, right? You could buy a ring at the dollar store um, or you could, you know, 
maybe and save and, and get that beautiful tanzanite that's $40,000 that you've been looking at the last 10 years, hint, hint, nudge, nudge to anybody listening who wants to buy me a beautiful ring. Um, tanzanite <laughs> in a really large form would be beautiful. <laughs> so, so you can you, know, you can actually uh, commit to choosing something that's greater for you, or you can just go for um, the corner shop quickie. So it's up to you how much you actually would like to receive. And as much as there, you can take like one day classes that can be dynamic and huge and life changing. And I know Rachel's taken access bars and um, so on, so have I, and, and a lot of people <laughs> that I know have. And it's created a lot of change. And and it's wonderful. And it's one of those one day uh, amazing things that you can learn in one day. And there are some things that you just can't. There are some things that you actually, it is a practice. And Qigong is one of those things that is a practice. And it can be phenomenal if you actually choose to step into it. Uh, so, and I mean, it's one of the oldest practices for working with your energy. It actually, I think, now that we're having this conversation, is one of the best ways to describe Qigong is basically a practice in refining your energy in general, whether it was, like for me, the way that I was adding fire, or um, whether it's for you with adding more yin energy, or just taking that breath to not react, and instead of reacting constantly, was to actually have that that space to see what would create. And sometimes when our heads are so full of thoughts and energy and it's like firing up like a cannon ready to just explode, we don't take the time to actually consider, you know, if I if I say this, if I choose this, and all these considerations that we could actually play with to have more of a conscious um, reaction, not even a reaction, it may be even nothing. Your reaction may be just being absolutely nothing and saying nothing. So. I think there's such uh, beauty in choosing something. If you're truly choosing a conscious life, choose something that you enjoy, that you're willing to do a daily practice or, you know, by daily practice. But, you know, for over 20 years of this, every day I work on myself. I work, I do energy work on myself every day. And now it's so out of habit that sometimes people will be like, what are you doing? I'm like, well, I'm doing Reiki on myself. Do it every day. Don't even think about it. Just wake up and do it. It became so habitual that I literally do energy work myself every day. So um, sometimes it just becomes so part of your life that it's leaving. And sometimes at first it is like getting into the habit, getting into the motion of um, choosing it daily until it becomes habit, till you actually feel it integrated into your life. So it's like it's not like Rachel walked into this and it it um, showed up like a magic bean sprout spreading her to the sky of some kind of you know, it did create that, but it didn't just come out of the blue. It wasn't, it wasn't something that just occurred. She's been practicing. So, so I want to keep, I want that to be clear to people. It's not like if you walk into a G-Gun glad, might not have uh, that kind of result after one class. She didn't, like, she's been practicing. You heard her bio and you heard she's traveled around the world. So I want you guys to get really aware and clear of that, not like a quickie. It's not a quickie fix. This is a, a commitment to choosing you, right? Just wanted to put that out there. <laughs> so, Rachel, I invite you to talk too, but I have to actually ask you a question first. Um, being we are on the pleasure zone and okay. all, I'm wondering where, um, yeah, I'm just wondering. So, one thing I'm really curious about right now is, um, you know, what has actually this refining, let me get personal. What has refining your energy actually created of your, um, like your intimacy, like your love life? I know you said it wasn't just sexual, but you could feel like full energy from everything in the world. And like, how does that actually play out in, in your personal life? Um, well, I first I wanted to say that no matter what people's paths are, and you know, I'm going to speak directly to the feminine right now. But it takes courage to redefine ourselves beyond the constructs of our current understanding of what it means to be a woman. And, you know, um, it's a tender moment when we're able to step into ourselves and awaken, um, you know, our sensuality and... I really, for me, it's been like an opening. It's been like I've been emerging 
So those are words that I'm, you know, kind of using to describe an energy that's been like you know, awakening within, you know. Um, and I think that when we choose to awaken mm-hmm. our true nature as women, that we realize that we are in truth very much alive and connected to all life. And that has been a huge, just even having that, I was talking about being in Hawaii and feeling, you know, I was watching the sunset and I, you wouldn't have been able to tell me any different, but I was like, that sun is setting for me, like, and only me. Mm-hmm. And so really in my sex life, I guess, or in my intimacy, there's been this realizing um, in my ability to surrender um, and, you know, I savor that so much more. It's just this, like, natural evolution of living a succulent life. I really love that word. You know, it arouses so many so of my senses, <laughs> but it's... When I am in that intimate space, like a greater allowance of like the life force to free flow through me. So, and I'm so aware of like the energy running in my body. So in my vulva or in my yoni, I I really am able to, you know, experience that free flow in a greater capacity. And I want to say, you know, I really have struggled, and I have. You know, I read in, I don't know if, you know, I know you have, Melissa, but in the book Pussy, A Reclamation, Regina Thomas Howard, she wrote, and it really stuck with me, but women learn compromise before they learn how to come. And it, like, you know, it really hit me. Times I had been with a lover and was so focused on, you know, their pleasure, and there's been a shift. And so in that shift, I have, you know, I experience it in this supple way. It's quite inspiring. Actually, it feels like ecstatic, but it feels like one of the most, I, I feel the, the, the most alive that I've probably ever in um, you know what, I'm not going to go back to, like, childhood and try to recall my memory there. Maybe, you know, as, like, mm-hmm. a young girl, there was that sense, too, of aliveness. But I do I do know that I've totally reclaimed that um, part of my, um, what's the word I'm looking for? But it is inherently your, that, that state I'm of sure aliveness. You know, it's not. Yeah, like you're. It's like a non-negotiable, potency, right? Really, like, oh, cool, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you just know what you desire. Thank you. There's no, yeah, no compromise is a great word for it. Just like, this is what I require and desire. Thank you very much. Have a nice day. <laughs> I think it takes a lot of courage, especially as yeah, women, you and, know, and, and Regina does talk about that in Pussy. It takes a lot of courage to actually ask for what you desire, even if it's not in sex. Totally. It's a curious thing. Yeah. I have another vulnerable question for you, Rachel. And I why think, not, you know, right? whether we're... <laughs> I, I have sorry, another Melissa, vulnerable I question that. for you, just for fun. Oh, sorry, maybe my... Oh, okay. I'm getting too quiet here. Um, worries. I've got other people, you know, um, in the building, and they're, it's funny, because as you were talking about, see, like, two women friends of mine came out, and they're literally, like, outside the door. It's like you're calling on the women's energy to come and be present. It was really cool. <laughs> the rest of the time, they've been on the other cool. side of the building. It's pretty funny. So, so one of the things, too, that I wondered is, has your partner mentioned anything or noticed anything different um, with you, about you, when it comes to um, when it comes to you with your practice of Qigong, also with the refined energy, like has there been any any comments or any like aha moments that that's been mentioned? 
So he totally notices a difference, absolutely. But I'm actually going to say there's been like an absence of comments, and I think that that is like the evidence. You know, there's not that commenting or criticizing that sometimes we can get into that kind of conditioning or patterning within our relationships, right? Um, You know, I've been with my partner 15 years, and we have been through so much together. Um, And so I definitely can say that he nurtures my body in a different way. Um, But it's almost like I get to lead. That never was the case before. Right, so we, nice. you know, mm-hmm. we created some, yeah, <laughs> we created, I never had that before. Um, we've committed to our intimacy as um, being more sacred. And so in those sacred, and those are also practices, okay, they're exercises, they're Taoist, they're tantric, um, and that we... I get to run the show, you know, like he can only breathe if I breathe, that kind of thing. (laughs) And so I get to like, yeah, (laughs) I get to call the shots. And funny, I know that sounds like kind of like a bossy thing to say, but I mean, it's just a colloquial. Totally. And I like it. (laughs) It's really cool. It's like so bringing that fiery aspect of you. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm still, like, in charge, but in a different, like, you know, I wasn't in charge in the bedroom um, or an intimate aspect of our life. But now, you know, when we do our practice before we are intimate, um, which is part of the whole thing, but I get to set the tone for everything. You know, he can breathe when I breathe. Or when I inhale, he can inhale. And then, you know, he must pay such close attention to my body and that at a certain point then I can't tell that we're breathing apart. Do you know what I mean? And when we do that together, when your breath becomes um, aligned with your partner or with whoever, you know, it could be people have intimate relationships of all kinds. So, but when we do that, you know, then our hearts beat as one and that then when we go into the more intimate aspect of you know like sex it's like there's this like it's like this we've been synced up you know like our energetic bodies our etheric bodies our physical bodies are already in a line and I got to be the one that chose all of those because if he wasn't if he couldn't find you know them to of mine then we wouldn't probably wouldn't be intimate it's so much deeper so much deeper you know it feels different yeah yeah i'm doing my best not to get like really pretty sure you turned on I think it's awesome. And I'm pretty sure you turned on, like, every listener as you described that, which was really awesome. Like, everybody's like, wow, that seems <laughs> like I know I'm thinking it. So I'm sure other people are like, wow, that is, like, maybe one of the Super greatest cool. things to see having the breathing. Yeah, having that breathing in sync and then having, having your bodies, um, like, that you are... <laughs> like you were saying, so in control, which is awesome because it gets to bring back your control freak in a yeah. way that's actually creating greater for you. So you don't have to deny that part of you. You just mm-hmm. refine that part of you in a beautiful way. I think it's awesome. We actually do have a question totally. in the chat room, but I'd like to actually get to that. Um, yeah, we're going to get to that when we, um, we're going to actually head off to our next and last commercial break. So Everybody, you're listening to The Pleasure oh, okay. Zone here on Inspired Great. Choices Network with my guest, Rachel Jensen. But we still have 15 minutes after this, so we, we're we just going to get to the commercial, and uh, we'll be right back after this commercial break. 
Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation by tuning in to the Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Milica Yelenich. You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow your to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a Bars session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Milica Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255. That's T-A-L-K. Or Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email at MilicaYelenich.com. Now back to the program. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Pleasure Zone. And you know, since you're listening, that makes you a pleasure seeker because pleasure seekers show up here. Um, before we actually address the question in the chat room, Rachel, I just wondered um, if you can the peeps listeners uh, know how they can reach out to you if they're looking uh, for you and what kinds of things you like to offer the world um, so that they would know what they would look out, uh, reach out for you for. Well, um, so racheljohansen.ca is my website, and I'm looking actually at adding different things. Um, you know, there's this heart offering that I would really like that I've sort of been also refining that I would love to be to uh, promote soon. But I really have quite a few things that I offer. So I offer like facilitation or coaching for individuals and a variety of different energy work. Some of it is Hawaiian, some is Taoist, some of it is access. And I also use um, a quantum sound therapy uh, device uh, called the Tesla Cube. And I do create uh, personal sound frequencies for for people um, using their voice. And it creates a set of tones, essentially, and different vibrational frequencies that people can listen to, begin to, you know, harmonize their states of being so that it's like a way of getting rid of some of the limitations or subconscious blocks by just listening to your own personal sound frequencies. And there's quite a descriptive, um, you know, explanation on my website. it's like a whole other radio show, <laughs> so I don't want to get too in-depth with it. I love that, and maybe we'll talk and about that. I like it. Totally. I would love to talk about that. That would be a whole other radio um, show. You know, it's been a huge... Because I think there would yeah, be... If, told her. Yeah. If it's working on that, like the emotional and mental level, there's things uh, that tie in with our relationships and sex. So yes, we will do that again in the future. For those of you listening, yes, that will happen. 
So cool. that's I've, awesome. And and I do know that you yeah you facilitate awesome. classes and many other things. So go ahead and let everybody know about that. Oh yeah, I do facilitate classes as well. So um, I've been you know developing a relationship with um, a partner, um, Giovanna. I spoke of before, and we've sort of been developing um, classes for people shops on manifestation or. Um, goal setting and vision. So it's been quite exciting. And I do teach classes um, on consciousness with um, access consciousness materials. And I do also um, other other classes as well. So hopefully there will be like a Qigong option for people soon. I just want to give a a testimonial about you, in a way, because um, of the brilliance you are. And for those of you who are listening, Rachel has some kind of unfreaking believable capacity and talent with um, with manifesting and actualizing money in ways like I've I've literally somebody who does it like she does. So if that's something that you would <laughs> like to receive from her as like someone wonder for her manifesting classes. And this girl's got some kind of it's I'm sure she worked on it in some way, but a man is also born with it. So it's it's just really cool to see. And I just wanted to say that because I, I watch what you create in the world and I uh what I know what you have created in your life and where you've come from and it's just freaking amazing what you do. So I I completely back whatever you're teaching about money and not only would I be in it but I think everybody should be in it because I think it's and when it comes to things with energy work you have you have so uh you just have so many resources and so much talent like it's just it's just awesome it it always humbles me and blows me away when you when you reach out to I'm like yeah I, I like it truly humbled. I'm like, uh, she's reaching out to me for why? <laughs> like, she's a bigger expert than I am. What the hell? So I, I am like, I get very honored when you do. So thank you. Um, it's quite funny to me. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So the question oh, in the chat it. room, and we no. have a couple minutes to address it, is, yeah. Okay. So what is the biggest surprise that uh, you have with this new way of being? biggest surprise I guess um, really there's been this sexual Mm -hmm. energy cultivation and it has been I have so much energy all day it's really you know and I've learned how to deposit sexual energy once I'm like creating it like very consciously he is moving right now but and then it's like I can deposit it Mm -hmm. in um, a part of my body called the Dantian and really, it's like, but it's like, yeah. oh, yeah, my pussy loves this practice. It is so, so powerful. <laughs> um, you know, there have been some really amazing surprises for me um, in terms of my body, in terms of my suppleness, and you know, it's like I'm becoming this erotically alive and integrated woman. And and I say that because I think sometimes as women, we don't know how to integrate all of that. We are taught to, like, shut off our sexualness or to, and when to turn it on. And mm-hmm. this path contains, you know, for me, um, practices where I have this like I embody this ancient wisdom but also am you know experiencing this sexual energy that you know it's almost like this phenomenon is happening within within me and my being so I'm still like to be honest I I'm still in like you know fledgling stages of success I am by no means like anywhere close to a master. This has been like something that I have been exploring for, you know, just under, yes, like maybe or just over a year. And like really the practice that I started has just been since October or November. But what, 
Oh, it wow. has created Eddie in such a short period of time has been so life changing. You know, sometimes when you have a practice and it is like you're like, oh God, okay, I got to do this thing. Okay, I'm going to sit down. I got to meditate. I'm not going to think for like 15 minutes, or I got to work out, or I, whatever it is that people do. You know, I do a lot, but with the qigong and you know this yin exercise it's actually a yang as well harmonizing both but mm-hmm. it's like time flies by like i could sit in it you know effervescently for so long and then i'm like wow it's been that long it's almost the opposite as to how i've experienced um, some sort of practice previously does that make sense Yeah, absolutely. And you have had a lot of other practices to compare as well, and a lot of energy cultivation through different yeah. types of work. So, yeah, so that's also something for yeah, people for to years consider, and years. That even though you had the same thing since November. So you have had, a mm-hmm. yeah, years and years of, of um, ground practice. So, yeah, keep that in mind. <laughs> Just, you of don't feel like, energy, yeah, different energy that. modalities. Because you're not Rachel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so so many different things. So we have about two minutes to wrap this show up. I totally. just wanted to say thank you so so much for hey, there's construction going on. Thank you so much for being my guest. I I am honored and grateful to have you on, uh, and I look forward to having you on again probably in the next few months to talk about uh, your machine and how maybe that can assist people with different. Uh, things going on in the relationships and sex lives and you know I'm sure it can work on things from like you know like fears phobias and uh, all kinds of stuff so that's going to be a thank you for choosing to listen to the pleasure zone Melissa Yelenich will return next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time 7 p.m. Central 6 p.m. Mountain and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by choosing to be turned on and tuned in to your body.